Hello everyone, this is Dr. Cam Ewan. I read recently uh, in the news about this tragedy that happened to children from uh, poisonous gas that uh, they died from pesticides and water mixed with the, uh, with the pesticides to create the toxic gas. And uh, of course it's, it's such a tragedy that um, that we definitely want to ensure that uh, parents um, will safeguard the children's um, welfare. And uh, so that happened uh, recently in Amarillo, Texas. So look, there's uh, these five other people were hospitalized in, the, in this incident. And having that happen, it, it's really the people that... Um, that happened uh, with this um, event or people affected by this event is actually this will cause and effect. Um, let's say these children who who die from it, uh, it is their weakness or the weakness that indicated come from the parents, uh, particularly the mother. So it's, it's really the mother's uh, karma at that. So the weakness indicate is really coming from uh, the children's uh, mother's uh, karma or poisoning other people. And since it has not been resolved in this uh, karmic story here that uh, this happened, let's say, 500 years ago and have not been resolved, in um, in a dozen lifetimes, so it would just attract the event for the descendants of this uh, woman uh, or the mother of these children. So the, the, those experience or karmic experience, once the weakness indicated that's what it is, um, you want to strengthen to lead the uh, the cumulative effect that. Uh, gonna have on the children. So that's how you're gonna resolve karma. Um, of course, um, if you want to know more in depth how to resolve karma, we will discuss more about it as we go. So this um, situation in Istanbul, uh, uh, particularly this uh, young uh, girl that just graduated from high school, went there and she was killed in that um, uh, fire-fying uh, incident that um, they've been attacked by someone just uh, started shooting the people in a nightclub and uh, and she was one of them that got killed there and, uh, and she's from Israel and uh, it is not because she's from Israel that the shooter target her. Um, so there's a common incident that happens too for her, and the weakness indicates coming from the father. In this particular case, is the father shooting others. So even in a time of war, if you shoot your enemy, that's a karma. So the father have karma shooting uh, the enemy, and not just one person. Uh, so once you identify that, 
um, you could state how many reasons um, that's associated with the karma. So it's really a thousand reasons affecting um, this person a million times uh, and that has to be resolved. So, and not only uh, this a young girl's uh, father who have karma, but actually a father's ancestor has karma of, uh, of go to war and have to shoot their enemy. And that's how things get so violent. The um, in, induce um, is cause and effect. It's really no uh, random act of violence with no reason and, and cause and effect. So let's say the shooter, um, and definitely there's a Muslim influencer, and, the, um, and that influence came from the karma of, of people killing them. If you are Muslim in the, in the past, uh, there were experience of, of them being killed by outsiders or by another religion. So, religion against religion, karma. So let's, um, let's see if we could lighten that up so that we have less violence uh, between the uh, Muslims and, and those who are not Muslim or, or considered to be uh, another faith or another religion. So let's ensure that um, we will just strengthen all the religious karma one religion with another, and just between Christian and Judaism and uh, Muslim, uh, that triad, there's definitely, uh, there's no strength in that triad, no stability, no balance, or, or being centered. So we have to stabilize the internal dynamics and the boundaries so it was not implode on itself with any outside incidents or external um, dynamic that that are incidents for for these three religions um, interacting with each other. So the the karma among um, these religions, and when you make it even, then it would be less uh, unevenness that uh, bring up the, um, the conflict and bring up the violence to, um, that are the cause and effect. So by um, removing the karma that, uh, that the Muslim have received from the Christian during the crusade, and um, that's still um, affecting the um, the interaction or or the relationship with um, Muslims and and Christians, and not that much of uh, the, the Jewish faith. So it is is stronger between the Christians and the Muslims, the Muslims and the Christians. So we're gonna make that more even again to ensure that um, all the karma. Um, that's actually um, would be infinite reasons there affecting uh, the group, the religious group, infinitely to the 
uh, a hundred times infinite. So let's see if we can settle that down uh, by monitoring it. And uh, those of you are familiar with this approach um, or this technique or this method um, could, uh, you know, pursue it and and we maintain um, the integration, the stability, the balance and center and neutrality, there would be less un unevenness. So this, uh, these two religions could put up with each other. Um, of course, the Christian could put up with the Muslim better now, which at one time um, they couldn't do that, right? So. Now it seems reverse. It's a Muslim that couldn't put up with the Christians. So, well, we're not going to follow um, and give too much of a description of what went on in history. So, but um, there's definitely um, the unevenness in the in the in both religions uh, in their interaction with each other. So. When there's more of an evenness there, there would be less of a conflict they have with each other. And looking at um, other news, um, so USC won the football game and they were losing and they finally pulled off. And, uh, and that's our local team here. And I didn't watch the whole football uh, game, but, but I'm just saying that when people who are injured... Um, it's time to look at their injury in a more complete uh, uh, approach. So to to deal with it um, on a conventionally uh, using medication or surgery or therapy, um, the the injured player would always have that injury. Even if they recover, they would have the weakness to. Um, to attract the same injury again. Of course, the injury also uh, could be the result of karma issues. Of course, I don't expect you to believe any of this and because I don't believe it. If it comes up as a weakness, it's the story that had to be resolved, right? So for those uh, injured themselves, um, um, it would would be more comically related, and and it should be re resolved from looking at the complete picture of what really brought about the injury. So you could see me um, uh, doing a process or performing a process on injured players, um, and you will um, experience how it could be done. And once you experience more and more how things uh, could be done, then you're in the process to actually um, activate your knowing how to do it. And I just direct you to be able to do that uh, on a regular, uh, consistent basis. So I would say the injury is, is commonly related. And, um, and I would say this person who injured um, on, on the field um, I, I really didn't get the name of the player, but uh, like angle injury, 
um, that anger injury is um, is repeat of the same spiritual experience this person, and it is not really a karma, but but it's receiving somebody else's karma. So when somebody got injured and from an act of someone else, they're receiving a karma of that person that um, that produced the, the injury for this person or this player. And you want to resolve the karma of of the event that that led to the injury and you resolve the karma for the person or persons who commit the um, uh, the act of injuring this person. So we, we resolve that. And um, I mean, once you identify it, it resolves itself. So the injury would um, would recover. Also, um, if you want to stop injury from taking place, you want to find those weaknesses, and you also want to find the weaknesses coming from uh, other time and space. So that would be a homeopathic remedy or energy remedy that uh, that I label called trauma. If you take a trauma remedy, then your chance of being traumatized that leads to injury would be uh, totally stop. And uh, you could take a myosin that also strengthens the, uh, the past uh, life experience or virtual reality experience of, of uh, well, in this case would be injury. It could be illness, it could be uh, limitation. Limitation would be like being in prison or, or freedom taken away or fears and phobias and, and also a karma of karma. So if you encourage other people um, to commit the, the act of, um, of karma, and the leading one would be the karma of violence or karma traumatizing people, traumatizing uh, a situation or traumatize uh, uh, other uh, living creatures so it doesn't have to be always human. So there should be a clear experience with karma and and be able to perceive the weakness and know it's karma-related or or on the receiving end would be a spiritual experiences-related. And once you identify that, it's easy. I mean, it's really easy to resolve it, but you have to identify it. You have to give it some slack and not question whether it's bogus or not. Uh, you know, we're not here to uh, give you some bogus approach to resolve anything and try to convince you that it's been resolved. Um, it, it's more coming from a neutral place. It's no convincing for you to accept it or change your belief. So it's really finding the weakening uh, cause or the leading weakening cause that it actually strengthens once you find um, the weakest uh, reason or the weakest uh, indicator that that is the leading weakness. And once you identify leading weakness compared with other weaknesses, um, this, the weakness will strengthen itself and the situation 
uh, or the injury would be improved. Okay, so so try that and uh, experience that. Right? Not try it, but uh, if you experience it, it, it's not. I mean, if you experience it, it's better than try to understand it. Right, so you experience it. When the result is there for you to um, to perceive it, and from that it will fill in your understanding. Right? You don't want to have understanding or try to understand it first before you get better. You get better, and then you get all the different reason why you got better. Then you have the experience of uh, knowing. And it would f- fulfill your understanding. There would be no question about what you understand or not. You already know it, right? So when you know the reason, and it doesn't have to be expressed verbally to you, your internal intelligence would capture, uh, would be stimulated for that uh, reason. Or you could pinpoint a reason on your own. Uh, why you got better. So that is the approach. So it's all about immediate results. So no sense of the, making a discussion about uh, one way versus another way of doing things. So it not consists of any uh, therapeutic sessions or, or doing healing or curing anything uh, or resort to doing surgery on... Um, on the injured part of the body. So, it's, it's pretty much uh, allowing your own central nervous system to, um, to make those changes for you. Hey, hello everybody. If you are listening to my podcast, um, they are now all on iTunes. So, Leave me a, a review uh, so I could do better and better in meeting your wellness needs. Hey, hello everybody, Dr. Cam Ewan. In my uh, total clinic, uh, I have many parents uh, want me to strengthen their children so they do well in taking the SAT or just do well in school, right? So in order to do well taking a test, it really boils down to um, activating the uh, physical intelligence so you connect with the, um, the answers, uh, connect with the information, and not um, always try to use the mind to, um, to process the, uh, the question. So when the mind is used to process the question, you actually have unlimited choices to, um, to answer the question, where if you use your physical intelligence, you only have two choices. Either you get it right or you don't have it right. So so you have 50, 50, uh, I mean, 50 to 50 chance to uh, get the right answer. So when you resort to the physical intelligence, um, things will flow so much better. You connect with the subject content and, uh, and you don't have to memorize it. When you use your mind to uh, process to learn anything is actually more confusion in learning. So when a student learn um, a subject um, is when the mind kind of shut down that moment 
and the student um, get to the point they they finally realize that they finally got it, and um, and it's really when their mind is turned off and and their brain or the rest of the central nervous system takes over, and that process it's a quicker process so we're just not used to uh, processing um, information uh, this way so the information already surround us and we just have to uh, strengthen the central nervous system to be the receiver in receiving the knowledge and not try to figure out how to retain the knowledge the knowledge is already there, so we just have to, uh, or the knowledge is constantly transmitted into us, into our receiver. Our receiver would be the central nervous system. So that's how things could be learned so much quicker and, uh, and without uh, struggling to memorize things. So the physical intelligence activate our innate intelligence and it's really the confusion of the mind kind of reduced the innate intelligence the, or the degree of the, your innate intelligence. So um, taking a test with, with your physical intelligence is a lot simpler to take the test than to use the mind to uh, try to memorize what you may have recalled from from the classes you have taken that actually lead to more confusion and more difficult to to actually perceive what is the right answer to the question that was given. So um, scoring well in the SAT doesn't guarantee success in, um, in school or, or by going to a high profile um, school or university does not guarantee success in the career. In fact, many in many cases, it does not at all. So it's what the person uh, accomplished with their physical intelligence that's gonna determine their success. So with that said, just experience it for yourself and see if it works out for you and your children should be strong in um, in taking a test or being in school and um, there should not be any weakness that they have to struggle with or the fear of taking a test or nervous about taking a test they will have complete confidence when the physical intelligence is turned on and not relying on the mental intelligence hey hello everybody if you are listening to my podcast, um, they are now all on iTunes. So leave me a, a review uh, so I could do better and better in meeting your wellness needs. Hello again. I just want to speak about the safety of children uh, once again. It's uh, imperative that um, parents would be uh, open to themselves to uh, get into the process of uh, knowing about the safety or safeguarding the safety of their children. 
And um, you want to know if there's any weakness of having um, spiritual experiences that uh, that's related to trauma, illness, limitations. Well, limitation, again, uh, is related to being in prison or losing your freedom. And fears and phobias and, and karma, those are the leading uh, spiritual experiences that uh, that your child may have experienced from previous life experiences. And um, and that could also come from other family members that um, the weakness would actually uh, filter down or hand it down to the uh, descendants or to the children. And it doesn't have to be directly from you as a parent. It could be coming from uh, the ancestors and coming from other family members uh, who has those spiritual experiences. And the karma is just the opposite. Uh, the karma is uh, the experience of, uh, of causing uh, trauma to others and, and uh, causing illness and, and limitations and so forth. So you've got to be able to uh, find a weakness that they indicate that's what it is and you will process it with how many uh, reasons that uh, that's relating to the uh, experience and how much it affects uh, the child. Uh, could be 100%, 1,000 or million percent. So. The weakness will indicate what it is, and once you um, perceive the weakness, it would actually automatically strengthen itself, and it should come in, in in the proper order. So you cannot just jump to a weakness that's uh, that's not the next uh, order or weakness. So the sequence has to be. Uh, compared to which is the weakest and the next weakness and a weakness after that, so forth. And and that's how easy it is to resolve it and keep your children safe. And you can actually could, could perceive a different effect of energy coming from your children or, or child. And um, you will have less concern and worry about their safety, because concern and worry about their safety, I mean, there's something there that can um, be affecting their safety. And once you resolve the karma and spiritual experiences, and of course, uh, when the karma does not uh, have any opportunity of ever being resolved, it becomes a curse. It's a little more intense than a karma. But that's all there is. So different between a karma and a curse. Karma is, uh, is less intense than a curse. A curse is, is just all the similar experiences of karma that they have not been resolved for for generation or for years, and it become a curse for the family. And uh, once you could use the uh, perception and your intuition and insight, um, knowing 
the weakness and what order of those weakness um, it resolves on its own. So that would be resolved without you thinking about it or or doing things about it. It would be automatic. So so experience that and uh, and let that be your experience. <laughs>